0: Welcome back to Climbing a Castle, your definitive Disney ranking podcast. I'm Dominic.
1: And I'm Charlie.
0: And today we'll be discussing Finding Nemo. Nemo, an adventurous young clownfish, is unexpectedly captured from Australia's Great Barrier Reef and taken to a dentist's office aquarium. It's up to Marlin, his worrisome father, and Dory, a friendly but forgetful regal blue tang fish, to make the epic journey to bring Nemo home. Their adventure brings them face-to-face with friendly sharks, surfer dude turtles, hypnotic jellyfish, hungry seagulls, and much more. Marlon discovers a bravery he never knew all on a wild quest to rescue his son. You know, I never really was the biggest fan of this movie. Like, I never disliked it, I never thought it was bad, but, like, I know, like, a lot of people really loved this movie and thought it was amazing. And I just never felt that way, but it's still a really solid movie.
1: Yeah, this is like i i'm also one of those people who like i liked the movie but it was never one of my favorite and like talking to other people i have hear people either they really liked it or they just can't stand the movie but yeah. i mean i think it's a pretty good movie
0: it's it is a good movie and i definitely feel like i enjoyed it now more than i did when i like i used to watch it but it it still has like some issues here and there but nothing major honestly
1: I mean, I found a few <laughs> story-wise issues, like always.
0: I mean, that's bound to happen eventually, but I don't know. I, I feel like it was still just a really fun movie and really enjoyable and, like, something you can put on and have a great time with no matter what. Mm-hmm. We do have some fun facts as usual. So All right. These were honestly some of my favorite fun facts when I was looking them up and, like, getting into them. I was like, these are really good ones.
1: Well, then let's get into them.
0: All right. Andrew Stanton pitched his idea and story to Pixar head John Lasseter in an hour-long session using elaborate visual aids and character voices. At the end of it, an exhausted Stanton asked Lasseter what he thought, to which Lasseter replied,
1: You had me at fish. (laughs) You had me at fish. (laughs) Okay. He's starting off strong. I just
0: loved it. He gave this giant, long introduction to the movie, and like he didn't need to do any of that.
1: Probably went in like, okay, so there are these fish, right? Stop. Stop. You already got the movie. Let's go. (laughs) Well,
0: he still made him go through with all that instead of stopping, which is great. (laughs) Director Andrew Stanton did the voice of Crush the Sea Turtle, stanton never intended to do the voice of crush only providing the voice for the film's rough cut but when it proved popular in the test screenings he decided to do it for the final film stanton recorded all of crush's dialogue lying on his couch in his office So
1: no, that's what i mean that that's probably the best way to do surfer dude <laughs> turtle just chilling on your couch <laughs> like dude so today i'm just recording for this turtle <laughs>
0: Stanton also provided the voices for the seagulls in the movie as well.
1: <laughs> <laughs> See, I never put that together, that that was the same voice. Yes. Probably because, you know, it goes dead. Mine?
0: Mine, mine, mine. It doesn't sound anything like, but <laughs> I do love the seagulls so much. Darla is named after a Pixar producer, Darla K. Anderson. Director Andrew Stanton gave her that name as a revenge for Anderson playing pranks on him.
1: Yo, okay, well, if, if you got beef, keep it out of each other's families. Just go <laughs> directly toward each other.
0: That's just hilarious that he decided to name this psychopath little girl after, after someone just because she's pranking him all the time.
1: <laughs> that, that is pretty
0: funny. To see how realistic they could make it appear, the art team was asked to make exact copies of actual underwater and above water shots they wound up developing developing such a realistic look of the surface water that they had to make it look more fake so people would think it wasn't real footage of the ocean surface.
1: I mean, the the visuals in this movie were pretty incredible.
0: Yeah, it doesn't come as any surprise that like we know how much we always talk about water visuals and how great they make it. It doesn't surprise me that they were able to make visuals so realistic for the water that they had to tone it down a bit.
1: I don't know if you ask IGN, there's probably too much water. <laughs> that was a reference to their review on like the third generation Pokemon games. <laughs>
0: but I, I really want to know what their original footage looked like now, though. If like yeah. they had to make it like to dumb it down a little bit to make it look like it wasn't as real. I hope I hope that like procedure gets pushed into like another movie in the future. Rendering a single frame, which lasts about 1 24th of a second, in the film could take up to four days because of the complexity of the underwater environment, with how the sunlight came through and hit the water and the fish scales.
1: You said four
0: days? Four days, yes. My to, God, to render one twenty-fourth of a second. Yeah. So w- just one tiny fraction of a second takes four days to to like actually render on a computer, which is. Like, think of how much time that's going to take for the entirety of the movie. (laughs)
1: Yeah. I think that's too much. (laughs) I couldn't do it. I could not do their jobs.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Just a lot of waiting around. (laughs) The look and feel of the underwater world was essential to the film's success. To that end, production crew were all exposed to visits to aquariums, diving stints in Monterey and Hawaii, study sessions in front of Pixar's own 25-gallon fish tank. And even a series of in-house lectures from an ichthyologist which are the branch of zoology that deals with fish.
1: So basically it's that thing where, you know, Disney always had to bring in animals.
0: Yeah. it's they, we, We've we seen this in many times in the past where they send their, their animators off to study whatever they're working on to, mm-hmm. to figure it out. And this is no, no different.
1: still, like, very cool just how much work they really put into their movies
0: they're they're really dedicated to to what they're putting together and they they make sure it's known demand for tropical fish exploded right after the film's release especially for clownfish and blue tang the two main character species and like darla many new pet buyers had no idea how to take care of their pets and ended up killing them it was later revealed that saltwater tropical fish need a 30-gallon aquarium with carefully controlled saline, saline levels, as anything less will kill them. The rise in demand took fish importers by surprise, and the population of clownfish dropped by 75% in some areas.
1: Oh my gosh. If you're going to take an animal, no matter what it is, please learn how to take care of it first. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> you don't just throw fish in a wa- into water and say, okay, it's fine. <laughs>
0: Not all fish can swim in just a normal fish tank. <laughs> this was very, I think it was, was the same thing that kind of happened, what was it, 101 Dalmatians, where they said people just kept getting animals at the point. Yeah. And then it just became a big, big issue because everyone's like, oh, we'll get a bunch of pets because we saw it in a movie. But and then they couldn't take care of all those pets. Yeah. <laughs> Finding Nemo is the best-selling DVD of of all time in the world with 41 million copies sold.
1: Not just Disney movie DVDs, but... No,
0: all DVDs in general.
1: All DVDs in general. That's pretty incredible.
0: Now, the movie also surpassed The Lion King to become the highest-grossing animated film at that time. The Lion King's producer, Don Hahn, actually called the director, Andrew Stanton, to congratulate him and said, It's about time. (laughs) However, due to the in- introduction of Blu-rays, Lion King has since then reclaimed the title of the highest-grossing movie.
1: Of, of all course, time.
0: <laughs> but it is uh, Finding Nemo still is the hot, the best-selling DVD of all time.
1: I mean, it's a great movie, <laughs> and kids love it.
0: Yeah, filmmakers were worried that comedian Ellen DeGeneres would not be able to f- perform the dramatic scene where Dory begs Marlon not to leave. So at the end of a recording day from one of her other scenes they asked her to record a trial reading of that scene without the with the intention that she go home with a recording of it to work on her actual performance Degeneres agreed but her trial reading was so heartfelt and emotional that apart from a few small edits they actually used this clip in the final cut of the film
1: (laughs) I take that
0: (laughs) that's pretty hilarious that they just thought they were trying to set this up to make sure that she can actually do it and like oh that I guess we're going to use this.
1: <laughs> hey, they found out that you could actually do it.
0: Yeah. This is the last one that I do have. Uh, it's not who pertaining to the movie, per se. I mean, it kind of does. But in reality, clownfish are pro- protandrous hermaphrodites. They are born male, but change sex later in life. So whenever a female clownfish dies within the school, a male will change gender to make up for that and that mate with other males. If the movie was accurate, in nature marlon would have become a female shortly after his wife's deaths and would have made him nemo's mother instead of his father
1: okay so there's what's going to take off points in my story score for one uh no <laughs> but <laughs> but yeah i i that's like one of those facts i forget about but then like when someone mentions like oh yeah that is a real thing
0: yeah, it's it's a real thing. It's very interesting. Apparently, it's a very common thing with fish in general, not just clownfish, but other fish. Like I was when I found this fun fact, I was like, because like, I had to like really look into this. I'm like, is that really true? And then it, apparently, it is true. They're they're born as male, and then they just like change into females later on, and they can like yeah, really interesting. <laughs> but I just figured I'd throw that in there because it is such an interesting fact as well
1: hey that yeah that is pretty interesting but that is all the fun facts that i do have for now I might all right, those are pretty good more. those are those oh, are yeah. pretty good i like those
0: <laughs> with that being said let's move on to our scores
1: all right let's do it
0: what do you have for your story score
1: uh for my story score i have an 85
0: i have an 87 for my story score so okay not too far I'll off a couple points away
1: I mean, to start off, like, they hit us with a sad opening.
0: Yeah, I forgot how depressing this movie was in the beginning of it. I'm like, what's, what's with Pixar just breaking our hearts at the start of the movies?
1: Well, <laughs> everything would have been just perfectly fine if Coral just went back into the sea anemone.
0: Yeah, I also wrote that in my I why would Coral just lead the fish to the eggs like that?
1: <laughs> yeah, like, I don't think that fish saw the eggs or would have gotten to them.
0: Well, he might have, but I feel like there would have was less of a chance of him getting to them if she didn't lead him straight to them.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like, they were hidden.
0: Like, there's potential he didn't know to go looking for them there. He didn't actually... He just
1: saw a group of fish out and about. (laughs) He didn't, like, see the eggs and went straight for them.
0: Yeah, she definitely led him to the eggs. And it's... It's tough to, to put the blame on her there, but like it is basically. It, we kind of have to. <laughs> it also, it was mainly Marlon's fault for Nemo getting taken as well. Like, if he wasn't so overprotective, it wouldn't have caused Nemo to act out. Yeah. Like and that. if they
1: would have noticed the scuba diver like sooner, because I mean, that was open ocean. There is no way that scuba diver just snuck up on Nemo.
0: Yeah, I, I don't know. Unless he was hiding behind, like, some rocks or something.
1: They... Well, they they were pretty far out. There was only one scuba diver that was hiding behind rocks. That was the one that took the picture of Mar- <laughs> uh, Marlin.
0: Yeah. I don't know. They, they seemed to miss a lot of things that were just, like...
1: In, in plain ocean. view. Yeah. Like, no one to... bothered to, like, just look down. <laughs> Not, like, look down, but, like... <sighs> I, I feel know. like that Scuba Diver should have been found and Nemo could have gotten away faster.
0: Well also why didn't Marlin chase after him? He kinda like don't you he was just like egging him on. Don't you do that, don't do like don't you dare go that any further instead of like chasing after him and corralling him back in.
1: Yeah, like I don't know. Mar- Marlin definitely should have like been a little more controlling. <laughs> as silly as that sounds. <laughs> Also, uh, just one thing that was early on in the movie. How's, how can a fish or a seahorse be H2O uh, intolerant? <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, I'm not really sure how that works.
1: That's like if I was allergic to air. Well, I don't know. Is there Are there cases where people are allergic to oxygen?
0: I'm not sure about people being allergic to oxygen. But I know there are cases of people being allergic to water. Okay. So there is, like, some weird, rare cases like that.
1: Yeah, but, like, I don't know how well that works out with living in water, though.
0: Yeah, I don't, I'm not sure. How is it that the fish don't have Australian accents?
1: Yeah, I know. They live that close to Australia, but they don't have Australian <laughs> There's accents. There's, like, only
0: a million different accents in there, like, from all over the place. But, like, only the Pelicans have Australian accents?
1: Well, the pelicans, and then, uh... And the people. The people, obviously.
0: I don't think there was any fish that had an Australian accent. Bruce? Was
1: Bruce? Was Bruce... Did Bruce have an Australian accent or a British accent? And in which case, why did he have either accent if the other fish don't?
0: <laughs> I don't know. The accents in this movie did uh, not I felt sense. like the
1: sharks had British accents. Maybe. They like, could have oh. been British like what are you doing that there
0: well i don't know like i said all the every fish had their own different accent completely so like like you had some boston fish in there somewhere you had some some uh british fish you had just
1: we had i felt like those crabs they were going hey 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 they were like new york (laughs) kind of I
0: don't. It just seemed like there was no controlled environment from where these fish came from, <laughs> and the turtles. Even the turtles are like California turtles. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> They're surfer dude.
0: I mean, again, this isn't really going to impact the movie at all, but it's just something that we question. It's like let us know where we're actually are. Are we actually in Sydney? <laughs> Are they in Australia to begin with, or are they like off the coast of Australia? Because like the way it, the... I, I would assume they're at like the
1: Great Barrier Reef or something.
0: That's what it it says in the in the movie description. But like the way that they're they're acting makes it like seem like that they're not anywhere near Australia.
1: From from like how they're trying to get to it. So like, are they? in the great barrier reef and then swim all the way around the world <laughs> <laughs> like just one big circle i, I don't understand <laughs> cuz that wouldn't make sense either cuz no. the boat went that way
0: <laughs> i love the the big suspense of build up to to the shark meeting now
1: <laughs> oh yeah how <laughs> just come along and they're like oh we just finished the snacks we're starving ha <laughs> ha Fish friends, not bad. <laughs> like you and thought then, they were about to get eaten. And then forget AA meetings. That was a great FA meeting. <laughs> or, you know what? FEA. We're going to go FEA.
0: Fish Eaters Anonymous.
1: Fish Eaters Anonymous. <laughs> <laughs> that was a great scene. Um, Bruce's b- bloodlust kicks in as soon
0: as Dory gets
1: a cut. And it would have been just fine. If Merlin just did not overreact,
0: I don't know. He took a big whiff of that blood in. <laughs> well, there the wouldn't be would blooded. Merlin
1: didn't try taking the uh, mask from Dory and knocking her in the face.
0: <laughs> I mean, Merlin For... does like to react, overreact about everything. Now,
1: yeah, yeah was that supposed to be a nosebleed? Uh, maybe. Because <laughs> fish don't have noses. Uh, I don't know. It's like hard to tell, <laughs> which I mean. Also, just Dory having a terrible memory the whole movie, and then she finally r- remembers something.
0: Yes, the the address.
1: <laughs> yes, hey, it's exciting for her, and I was excited for her because she was able to do something, <laughs> and I'm proud of her.
0: Uh, also, going back to that. Shark scene again for a second. I feel like that minefield explosion should have done a lot more than what actually happened. Yeah, Marlin and Dory should have just been like incinerated. And I feel like the like the the surface explosion should have been a bit more than just that little fart bubble that, that came little out fart bubble. The sea <laughs> Which, Which, that was hilarious, though,
1: but... Why did they choose that to be the last thing before they cut it aw- cut away to Nemo?
0: <laughs> I thought that was hilarious, but I feel like, like an explosion under there with that many mines would have done a lot more than just that little bloop. <laughs> nice. <laughs> How long have the other fish been in that dentist fish tank that they understand all the dental terminology?
1: For real. Like... They knew exactly what was going on, <laughs> and then hey. the pelican did too. Yeah, they understand
0: each each step for for the tooth removal and everything that was going
1: on. All the tools, all the like techniques. Um, and then uh, the whole like they meet Nemo, and when they find out he's from the sea, and they have to clean him. <laughs> well, that's just that other. Fish that had OCD from, <laughs> like,
0: had to make it sure everything was clean. But that was just meeting those fish was a great scene. <laughs> the 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 random and in, initiation for <laughs> the fish tank.
1: The ring like,
0: of fire. <laughs> <laughs> I love how how intense they made the ring of fire seem. Like he wasn't gonna make it out, and he wasn't gonna survive it, and he just swims through like it's nothing.
1: Yeah, I mean it's just <laughs> a ton of bubbles. <laughs> bubbles it's like they wanted him to join the group (laughs) Scar made it easy wait that's not his name is it hold on No, his name is Gil Gil Scar (laughs) is from Wine King yes he is
0: (laughs) (laughs) and he's also a villain
1: I mean we'll get into that later
0: uh oh don't don't even get started here.
1: <laughs> no, no, you know i I can go through here. Gil, I think, was pretty mean to make Nemo go through all that just so that Gil could escape.
0: Uh, I can't say I
1: don't blame him. Well, yeah, you... but still, if you just need a small fish, there was that skinny one. Uh, I don't know. They
0: were still too small to f- too big to fit into that tube, though. Yeah, maybe. Because Nemo was just, like, barely fitting through it to begin with, so...
1: And then, um... Was there a reason they couldn't just... You know, they went in through that one opening. Maybe they can't go out, now that I'm thinking about it, they can't go out that way. Because it was rotating, and yeah, that's that's where, that, that's where okay. the
0: fan was, that was spinning it in, and he had to. that's where he had to stop with the pebble. Which I don't understand why he couldn't have just taken, like, a second pebble in there to jam it even more that first time
1: nemo almost thought a lot of fish should have died in this movie (laughs) like how the shark stood still for a moment yeah sharks have to continuously swim to stay alive typically Mm. unless i'm crazy
0: i don't know that's not a fish fact that
1: i'm aware of so i i don't i can't speak on that i felt like i heard that somewhere but i could just be insane (laughs) who knows and then, of course, like, Marlin should have died plenty of times. Nemo yeah. should have died plenty of times. I mean, that seems to be the case in every Disney movie, though. <laughs> Gil should have already been dead. <laughs> like, I want to know where he got the, all those
0: scars from. He probably attempt some one of his other escape attempts. He probably
1: got himself. I mean, probably, yeah. but we could have been told about it.
0: Yeah, but. I don't know. I feel like they didn't need to include any more extra stuff in this movie. I guess. That was, I think, honestly, that was my biggest issue with this movie, is that it jumped around
1: so much. It jumped around so much between it Marlin was, and Nemo's story. It was back
0: and, well, one, it was back and forth between Marlin's story and Nemo's story, but also it was just so much going on between each single, like, story as well. Like, you yeah. go to Marlin, he's with the sharks. Then you go back with him. He's with the sea turtles. Then you go back to him again. He's doing something Shelly else. Jellyfish jumping. Yeah, and it's just a whole bunch. Like, and it's understand. Like, it's not like sometimes it's good to have a big mix of things happening in the story, and it's not just a dynamic story being told. But also, like, it would have been nicer to have a little bit more structure in
1: it, mm-hmm. rather than just jumping around between stories
0: and. Yeah, especially when you're jump or when you're already jumping between two separate stories to begin with. Yeah, but they still manage to make everything entertaining, though. That's the the, the good thing about it, though. It's not like it's just them jumping to something, and then you're like, "Oh, why would they have to put this in? I, they could have skipped this. They could have left us out." It's all yeah. entertaining stuff that's that's being put on there. Like when they get back to the to the jellyfish thing marlin like smacks that baby jellyfish and sends them flying did that not like cause an issue with the parents at all yeah
1: like uh i don't know how jellyfish work in that movie though because they didn't seem to be like the other fish either
0: they were all just kind of like standing there but all they also came out of nowhere as well like how did that many jellyfish show up so fast because when they got to the top of the the, what, was it, what was it called? The...
1: Uh, the, uh, chasm. No. They didn't call it a chasm. No, because
0: he said, go through it, not over it. And then... Yeah. I can't remember what the word for it was. They used the proper term for yes. it, but... But yeah, when they get to the top of it, they're like, oh, it's clear, there's nothing here. So, like, where did all those jellyfish come from? Because there was a lot of jellyfish that just came out of nowhere as soon as he smacked that baby one.
1: Yeah, it, like, again, just things coming out of nowhere, <laughs> like the scuba diver.
0: Yeah, so, like, did they just not see those jellyfish immediately?
1: And then, like, Marlin, yeah, Marlin, I put him yeah. down as Merlin <laughs> on accident <laughs> in here. It's not Merlin. That's Close enough. Wizard.
0: Huh? Close enough. Wrong, wrong Disney movie. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it, it's one letter difference, but Marlin, uh... Needs to be trusting people more.
0: Yeah, I mean, he...
1: Like, Dory was saying, I, I think, I really think we need to go through, not over.
0: Uh, well, alright. He has reason not to trust Dory, though. It's, well, yeah. It's understandable that he wouldn't trust Dory in that spot, because Dory just is just so forgetful about everything. He tried trusting her on other things, and look where, where it got him.
1: Well... Everything she was telling to do was apparently the right thing to do also though. Like going through not over. Uh the whole thing with the whale. He didn't know that she
0: got the instructions from the other like the other fish to go through the the cat like thing.
1: Yeah, but the whole whale thing also. You could've listened to her
0: about that. Uh, again, kinda hard to believe someone that you think is making just Weird whale noises at some at the whale.
1: I would trust that.
0: You would think someone was speaking to a whale if they were just making weird whale noises and speaking regularly.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that's a lie. That, that's how whales talk. <laughs> <laughs> I said, uh, "Hey,
0: <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm on Marlon's side here. I don't, I don't think he had no logical reason to be trusting her at that point." Uh, granted, yes, you are right. He could have, like, he would have been, work- everything would have worked out fine if he actually did. But I don't think he had any logical reason to be trusting her in those situations. Is still. Because look what happened the first time he was when he was following her, and then she gets all mad because she thinks he's stalking her when she's the one that told him to follow him in the first place. I
1: mean, I guess. I mean, I also have short-term memory loss. To that extent. What were you talking about?
0: No, don't even, don't <laughs> even pull that crap.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> then, anyway, back to
1: dro- the the jellyfish scene. Mm-hmm. Um, He's, <laughs> what? Oh, I was just going to say, like, the whole, oh, don't let stingers touch you. And then he made a whole game out of it. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was kind of funny. Uh, he
0: did finally loosen up, at least, which was yeah. nice to see. That was a big, like, growing point for him, which I don't know because he says he's used to the the stingers, like in his.
1: Well, he's used to getting shocked, but not necessarily to that extent. Because I'm like, he's he was fine when he
0: got shocked the first time, but then like he got paralyzed basically or knocked out when he when he went to rescue Dory.
1: Well, yeah, the fr- like, the first time it was a baby. Yeah. And he slapped it. (laughs) The second time, it was more of, oh, he was going into, like, adult jellyfish stingers to save her. And, I mean, he has a tolerance to shocks, but he's not necessarily immune.
0: I guess that that makes sense. I just feel like they could have explained that a little bit better as well. Because then he wakes up on Crush's back... Also, how does he he ride Crush? There's nothing to hold on to there.
1: Yeah. Same thing with, like, the kids at for the school.
0: Well, that's what I thought originally, but it seemed like all the kids were just swimming on top of him. With their own but Nemo's a stuff. weak
1: swimmer. Huh? But Nemo's a weak sw- swimmer. There's no way he could have caught up. <laughs> I mean, yes. That was also the
0: same exact issue. I did have that in my notes earlier for, for that point as well. But I'm like, eh, it looks like most of them were swimming to keep up with the the Stingray. But on Crush, Marlin's just laying on top of him, and he's not doing anything, and he's just keeping up with Crush. Yeah, and then... Granted, they're in the current at that point, but he still shouldn't be keeping up with Crush. Yeah. Like, if he's moving on his own because of the current, Marlin, Crush would still be moving faster than the current should be pulling...
1: Modern, yeah, just a bit like it's just the fact that he was just laying on Crush. Same with Dory, with Dory was playing hide and seek. Yes, she was just laying on top of him and just
0: moving with the same rate as him. Like, that's not how physics work.
1: <laughs> and then I don't understand the whole current thing like, them being able to swim back and forth in the current,
0: yeah. 'Cause like doesn't that defeat the whole purpose of having an exit? Yeah. Like they even what what's his name? The the kid. Uh oh, um Squirt. Squirt. Squirt just squirt. like flew right out the side of it. Why couldn't they just fly right out the side of it when it was time for them to get to Sydney? Yeah. Why'd they have to take that
1: weird spinny They had to take they had to take that weird exit. <laughs> Like toilet flushing, <laughs> spirally.
0: Like, is that necessary? If they can just swim in and out of it, like whenever they want. And then he
1: got out. And then, as the sea turtles are swimming away, Crush tells him to turn around and head north. It's like, <laughs> so did they already pass Sydney? <laughs> they could have just gotten out at any point when they wanted
0: to when they were at Sydney. They they could have you know gone out quicker. Well, maybe they just use that as, like, a marker so they know where Sydney's at. Maybe. That's my only guessing. It's like, all right, once we reach this swirly thing, all right, that means we're near where Sydney is. Because they obviously can't see anything above them, and they don't really, like, know where they're at. So maybe that's just yeah. kind of like, a, like an exit sign for Sydney, an unofficial exit sign. That's possible, but,
1: like, still... <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a little ridiculous. Yeah.
0: Well, then the legend of Marlin starts spreading all around Australia. Which... Yeah,
1: all, all throughout the sea.
0: <laughs> well, it even reaches the surface, too, because it reaches all the... the...
1: Yeah, because the dolphins are jumping and the seagulls are listening in that are flying above them. Mm-hmm. And the then Nigel finds out and tells... The, the pelican. <laughs> yeah. Which also, how did the dentist
0: not see... Him sitting in that window telling them that entire story.
1: The dentist was busy
0: working. <laughs> That's all I got. <laughs> like I really don't know. He, there's a pelican just sitting in the window, just like right staring, uh, what it would look like is just staring down your fish to eat him. But uh, he's telling an entire story. He's there for a good few minutes. And he just, the dentist sees absolutely nothing.
1: Yeah. I really got nothing. <laughs> I mean, like the t- Everyone in this movie is apparently blind. <laughs> it's just, that's, a that's very selective I sight. <laughs> I I really don't know. Uh, um, and then also, uh, oh, my mind went blank, and I can't find the note anymore. Oh, um, you know, Nemo does go back and finish up the tank and all that, right? Yeah. And so they make the tank nice and dirty. Mm-hmm gross how did the fish not notice that the tank was suddenly cleaned
0: that i did not understand how they they were unaware of like he did it overnight but i don't see how they weren't disturbed by him changing out the filter and cleaning everything and
1: yeah like they had to have been taken out
0: i don't know i I don't
1: think i don't i don't know if that filter could have like Fully clean that tank that fast.
0: Yeah, I don't know. This was the new state-of-the-art top-of-the-line cleaner, but I don't know if it was st- would still be able to do that kind of stuff. At least with the fish in the tank, without him clearing everything out and stuff like that. Yeah. Well, even so, I feel like it still would have... like Even if they were in there sleeping at the time, it should have disturbed them enough to...
1: It should have woke woken them at up. At least one of them up. Yeah, I don't... <laughs>
0: Also, what kind of person decides to wait a day to f- clean that tank? Because when he like, walks into the office and sees the tank that, he asks his secretary when his earliest appointment is for the next day. Like, why would you leave that fish tank like that overnight?
1: Like, it looks bad to the patients.
0: <laughs> it's like, no, I guess I'll deal with that in the morning tomorrow. Like, yeah, and then be, he doesn't deal with it in the morning tomorrow. He deals with it at night. That should be like a top priority. Yeah. Also, didn't that I Spy joke that Dory was doing wasn't that in another Disney movie? I feel like we. Oh, yeah. Now I just remembered where it's from. Wreck It Ralph. Wreck It Ralph. Wasn't it in Wreck It Ralph? Oh yeah. With Vanellope and Ralph. Yeah, oh, was it the second Wreck It Ralph? Maybe.
1: Yeah, they were. Uh... No, was it? Yeah, it was the second one. They were sitting on top of the, the building. In Wreck-It, in Fix-It Felix. Mm-hmm. I was thinking of the time they were playing I Spy and Brother Bear. Mm. The yeah. two moose were playing I Spy and kept choosing the tree.
0: Yes, that's that was the other one, too, yeah. So <laughs> this is, like, the third time we've seen this joke, then. It's still funny every time, but, like, I'm like, I know I've heard that joke before. Yeah. I remember, I remember it, like, it coming up already.
1: Hey, it's funny every time for me. <laughs>
0: Sometimes you just gotta recycle a good joke. And oh. it works for Dory.
1: So yeah. <laughs> a lot of jokes worked for Dory. <laughs> um oh um the Nemo's escape plan of playing dead. Yes. I thought that was pretty brilliant. It was. But then why was the dentist about to just throw him away instead of flushing him?
0: I did not understand that either. I think, like, he was trying to do that quick to try and hide him from, what's it? Darla. Darla. But, like, still, I feel like it would just be as efficient to throw him down the toilet instead.
1: Yeah, just like, oh, uh, give me a moment to use the washroom or something. Yeah, I I don't
0: understand his reasoning there. (laughs) Again, I think he was just, like, panicking under the pressure and didn't know what to do. But, like, it looked like he was about to go to the toilet first. And then he just changed his mind and went to the garbage, so, like... Well,
1: he probably had to turn around to get to the trash can. Yeah. But still.
0: I don't know. I mean, it worked out in Nemo's favor. Because that... The the rescue mission, I feel like the odds of that were pretty high. when, When Gil sends himself flying out and, like, launches Nemo perfectly, like, at the right trajectory out of the window... Well, yeah, even when he lands on Darla's head, he he manages to get himself perfectly on uh, Darla's head. That
1: was pretty, <laughs> that was really good trajectory. <laughs> and then, I mean, to get Nemo flushed into the uh spit sink,
0: yes, that's where he sent him flying into the sink.
1: Like, I mean, that was a pretty good idea. And then it was funny to see Darla, like, push on it, like, am I fishy? And then it starts spraying her in the face. <laughs> and all the people in the waiting room are like, what is going on? They're all, late? like, looking in, hearing this girl scream, and this dentist running around. It's like, um, I don't want my kid's teeth being touched by that.
0: I would not want to see that dentist. What the amount of mishaps that dentist had, he ripped that one guy's tooth down. He...
1: Yeah, like, this bird keeps coming into the office. It <laughs> Don't you think he would be like, yeah, I should just keep the window closed. <laughs> he didn't learn his lesson. And um, so Nemo escapes, finds Dory. Dory doesn't remember anything. It's like, okay, Dory, you found Nemo. Yay. Oh, Nemo. That's a nice name. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and her memory just triggers, and she remembers the entirety of everything. And then they have to run off and find Marlin. Yeah,
1: they found Marlin pretty quick.
0: I mean, he just was swimming in a straight line, basically, yeah. and he didn't get that far. He wasn't in like a rush to get home. Also, they tortured that crab to to get an answer. Out of him. Oh yeah, <laughs> but, I forgot about that part. by going to feed him to the the, the seagulls. <laughs> That's funny. I forgot about that part. Yeah. <laughs> going back to to the whale scene, I don't I don't know a lot about whales, so there's. Like, not much going on here. Yeah. But I feel like it's kind of odd that there's that much water inside of the whale's mouth. I mean, I don't know. The entirety of the mouth is just filled with water at all times?
1: I I feel like it's a possibility that it could be filled with water. Because Marlin and, and Dory
0: are just swimming around inside of its mouth the entire time. Yeah. Until it, like, decides to do whatever it's doing to send all the water down to
1: wherever it sent it to shoot out the blowhole. Yeah, I'm sure that's possible. That, you know, whales typically do have water in their mouth. I don't know. That wasn't the
0: case in Pinocchio, though. I mean... (laughs) There was water in the whale. There was some water, but it's not like they were drowning. Well, yeah, but that's because they're bigger than fish fair that's that's true (laughs) i didn't think about the size
1: difference (laughs) and then uh oh one thing i do want to mention is you know that scene that you talked about in the fun facts where dory's like having that serious dramatic scene of like please don't leave me Mm -hmm. like that actually hit my heart pretty good it was a very good scene
0: it was very emotional and very stressful it
1: made me go no you two could stay together, start a new family. <laughs>
0: I also do see Marlon's point of view on that as well, though. Like, like sometimes, like the loss is just too painful for you to deal with, it, and it's just
1: yeah, that was his last kid after the others got easier. Like
0: when he says, "I just want to forget," I'm like damn, that's deep. But like, I get it. Like,
1: yeah, um, but I mean, they eventually get. Back together, just yes. Dory to get taken away, and we start finding Dory. No, <laughs> but um,
0: I don't understand how the 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 plan of all the fish swimming down in that actually worked.
1: Yeah, don't you think fish would have been doing that in the real life already?
0: Yeah, I've, I
1: don't think the fish would actually be strong enough to.
0: Well, I feel like one besides them actually working in unison like that. The the bag is just so tight for them to like be able to swim all swim down in unison. I feel like it's not just like as easy for them to actually do that.
1: Yeah, to actually like turn around and cuz there's like
0: no room for they're all squished in there like fin to fin there's no actual room for them to do anything.
1: Yeah. That that makes a lot of sense actually. <laughs> yeah, and then just for them to be able to break that mass even. I understand there were a lot of fish just swimming down. I I felt like that boat could have could have taken that a little better.
0: I don't know, I feel like the boat would have tipped before that thing would have broken. Yeah. Like, if that was the case.
1: And we see the boat kind of start to tip a little, but not very much.
0: It was tipping, and then, like, right when it got to the point where it was about to flip is when it snapped instead, Mm -hmm. which is where I feel like it should have just continued going and tipping
1: instead of, like, actually breaking off. The sailors had a way to, like, we're trying to balance it out which is possible to keep it from tipping but otherwise i don't know it it just doesn't seem possible that they all escaped no <laughs> but it all worked out and then dory's still friends with the sharks yes <laughs> which you think after one time of almost getting eaten yeah they would i'm surprised not be so to... cool with the sharks
0: I'm surprised they were willing to go back to see the sharks again. I mean, as Dory, Dory obviously has no fear and doesn't care about any. Cause it, yeah, every... Dory's one thing, but like,
1: even Marlin was like cool with it.
0: Yeah, but well, because well, Marlin wasn't at the, at the meeting with him though. Because they oh, said no, but
1: still, they said Dory was actually at the meeting with them. Yeah, but. but... Still, for Marlon to be like, oh, yeah, Dory's with the sharks. That's fine.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. Dory Um, just just required a lot of stuff. Yeah.
1: Especially at the end. Now that Marlon's, like, loosened up a bit, like, quite a bit since the beginning of the movie, he can finally tell his joke. (laughs) Which, it was kind of funny. I do have another fun fact about that. Oh, okay.
0: According to the, the DVD extras, Albert Brooks spent an entire day in the recording studio improvising badly mangled versions of that joke. No two tellings of it were fumbled in the same way, and he had all the recording technicians in the studio like dying of laughter throughout the duration of the, the recording.
1: <laughs> yeah, that would have made me laugh, too. <laughs> Just hearing
0: him telling this joke horribly for like an entire day. <laughs>
1: Yeah, hours. that definitely would have been funny to me too. Hours. <laughs> um, that's all I got for story.
0: Yeah. Again, like I said, it's it's not a bad story. It's just if if they would have kept it a bit more linear and like not, not so jumping around so much, yeah, it might have helped. It again, it still was fun. All the stuff that they had going on was fun, but.
1: Very fun po- and, like, very action-packed.
0: Cleaned up a little bit. Yeah. So with that, let's move on to our character scores then.
1: All right, what you got?
0: I have a 93 for my characters.
1: I have mine at an 88.
0: Okay. Bit of a difference there. Here's here's my thinking of this. Because it's 93 is a pretty high score. And I feel like these characters aren't the greatest of characters... It's not that they're bad, but I feel like it's it's more of a case that each character had their own unique individual personality and there was just so many different personalities and and characteristics of everyone that it worked so well as compared to more of like a great like a great character.
1: That is very true as well. Like they did have their like own unique personalities even to like even the fish where his main personality was that he really liked bubbles. <laughs> yes.
0: But like every like you had so many strong personalities in this movie like from the sm- even just minor characters to the major characters. It's not it's not like they didn't skip anyone. From yeah. the fish, the f- school of fish to the crabs, to the the seagulls to
1: to all the other pelicans.
0: Yeah. Everyone had their own distinct personality,
1: and that flounder of the uh, beginning of the movie, even you know the old man, get off my lawn.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the 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 turtles, the the stingray teacher. Mm-hmm. Guy, everyone had a very fleshed out personality, so they didn't necessarily have to give us an entire backstory for every single character for it to work which is where where my thinking came in like obviously with with marlon we had marlon's backstory and we understand why he is the way he is why he's super strict and he's very overprotective yeah and like it makes sense because he doesn't want to see anything happen to nemo
1: that's the last of his surviving family of course not
0: yeah so like it's understandable why Marlin is so overprotective of Nemo and like obviously any kid is going to be like dad stop smothering me like Nemo did with like the whole touching the butt I mean boat yeah exactly but we also get to see Marlin grow so much throughout the entirety of the movie as well so it's not like mm-hmm. like some the character growth was there in the characters that needed to have the character growth
1: yeah like, definitely But we see Marlin, you know, go from overprotective dad to this not quite laid back, more, what's the word I'm thinking of? Lenient. Lenient, yeah.
0: Yeah, and and that comes from all the stuff that he learns throughout his entire adventures. Like, he learns a lot from Dory, he learns a lot from the sea turtles, especially the whole bit of letting people go out and do stuff on their own and being, being less protective. Because mm-hmm. you can see that moment as well, in like in that spot where Crush is like, "Oh yeah, that's just the way we do de- we do things." Like they go out and like learn for themselves and find out, and it's more of a sink or swim environment for them as compared well, to as compared to being overprotective like Marlin yeah. was, and mm-hmm. and that was just such a huge moment for Marlin, and then you can see with the jellyfish, he started to have a lot more fun with that with dory he's he's loosening up a bit at that point and he's just taking bits and pieces from every single person that he's interacting with throughout this entirety he's
1: taking lessons and actually using them yeah which is is amazing for a main character that's what we want
0: yeah i would say Marlon's character growth is honestly some of the strongest character growth that we've seen in like all of the movies that we've seen so far
1: yeah and then we got Dory, the forgetful, lovable fish. I I have issues with Dory. I do find
0: Dory a bit annoying at times.
1: Well, yeah, because it's
0: Ellen. <laughs> so, like, it's fun. There's there's a lot of fun moments that happen with Dory. But there's also a lot of times where it's like, you can just take it down a couple of notches.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I thought it was funny whenever she was we first meet her, and she's, like, attacking Marlin for, like, stalking her. Like, <laughs> you want to go? You want to go? Do ya? Do ya? Do ya? Do ya? Do ya? <laughs> oh, no, I love that high energy.
0: <laughs> it, it It's fun, but like I said, I, I feel like it just gets to be a bit too much at some points.
1: Yeah, and then the whole whale talking thing was <laughs> kind of annoying. <laughs> but again,
0: Dory is the perfect counteraction of Marlin's character as well, though.
1: So, yeah, like, that is true.
0: It's, it really, again, plays off... They play off each other so perfectly. And it helps Marlon become the person that he is. And, again, Dory provides these emotional moments as well. It's not like
1: she's... It's not like she's just pure chaotic energy the whole time.
0: No. Like, we see... We have that moment where she doesn't want to be left alone and she doesn't want to leave Marlon because she's finally... Growing as a person with Marlin around, and she doesn't want to lose that.
1: Yeah, and she, she says, like, she's able to just remember things when he's around, she's comfortable with him. Mm-hmm. And then she's always, she's also just reliable, Pretty not in cool. memory aspects, but <laughs> the fact that she was willing to stick with Marlin. Yeah, Marlin. Yes. Have issues with not this Marlin. <laughs> but she sticks around with Marlin like the whole time. Because she yeah. wants to help him find his son. Mm-hmm. Even though she might not remember it every time, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, um... She's... She's caring. She's very sweet. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely.
0: And then... Nemo... Is... Kind of, like, your basic child.
1: Yeah. You know, innocent. But also, like, hey... I don't want you babying me like this anymore. I want to be like these kids. I want to have fun. Yeah. I mean, it's understandable where Nemo
0: has his issues with his father. Like, it's it's not like he's unjust about it. Like, a lot of the, the characters that we've seen in the past where it's like they're being unruly for no apparent reason. Yeah. But he also comes to, to grow as well where he learns... He has to just try try and start like figuring out situations as to when it's the right time to make a move and when it's the right yeah. moment. And like that was big help due to Gill. Like
1: even. exactly, that's another great relationship, Gil like and Nemo. Just a mentor to Nemo, and mm-hmm. like Nemo got that motivation. Nemo even learned how to swim better. Well, not really learned, but more so believed in himself more. Yeah, one motivation when he was stuck in that tube, he pushed mm-hmm. him out. To, to make him... He
0: made him do it himself. And it really... It worked out. ...helped Nemo become more confident in himself and become more... more able.
1: Which Gil, again, just great mentor. He All he wanted was to escape. Yeah. But he was definitely the leader of that tank. For sure. Which all the fish in that tank had, like, great personalities. I liked yeah. all of them.
0: They were all great fish. Again, these are... More of the characters where they all had like personalities, but there wasn't much going on in terms of their story and their character and who they are. Yeah,
1: they didn't do much with the story except for kind of be the other fish in the tank and just gills supportive, like Support. a
0: supportive of crew around Nemo. As yeah, well. but not like again, not every character has to be your main character in this movie. Even like side characters, they they just have to provide enough, and I feel like they did that with that because then there's like there's so many side characters in this movie that provide a piece to the story but don't actually require a lot to that like yeah crush and bruce
1: and and like even the dentist like yeah he's the one who kidnaps nemo that's the whole reason we have this movie but other than that he's just a dentist the whole time so it makes it hard for me to even really call him a villain. <laughs> the same with Darla. Darla's just some obnoxious kid that she, he was supposed to get. Yeah. I wouldn't call her a villain, just um, a, a very obnoxious kid.
0: <laughs> but again, you have all of these high energy, like not necessarily high energy, but high the personalities that stick out so much, and it makes these characters perfect for what they need to be in the story all the characters in this movie i think the best way to describe it is like a clock and every single character is a gear that helps make the clock move that's a very good like sometimes you're gonna have a little tiny gear that's not gonna seem like it does a lot but it still has its perfect spot in the
1: yeah in the in the cogs of like the gears it might not seem important, but it actually helps the whole movie al- or clock a lot. Which
0: is why I feel like, again, I, like I said, not all the characters are the most incredible characters that we've seen. But they give, like, they
1: have a purpose for this movie. Yeah, that's very good. I like that. <laughs> um, Do you really have any other big characters? There's...
0: No, I mean, we grouped all the fish together and the, there was... The, the Pelican is kind of
1: helpful. Nigel, to... He has a little more to do than some of the other side characters, but even then. And then the Seagulls are just hilarious.
0: But... Mine. 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 mine, mine, mine. mine. <laughs> but yeah, and then like even the, the three other dads that are there, they're there in the beginning, <laughs> they're all very minor characters, but they kind of push that little extra bit out of marlin to get that to get him to who he needs to be
1: yeah i don't think... oh and then their kids were funny too yes the oh you made me ink a little uh, baby girl octopus. <laughs> that poor kid just kept thinking the kid seahorse who's H2O intolerant, it sneezes often. <laughs> and then the other one, I'm obnoxious. <laughs> the other one just in your face, I'm obnoxious. Yes, <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> These other two talked about like actual actual issues. Issues of theirs, like the octopus had that shorter. The other one's just, I'm obnoxious. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yes, you are. <laughs> that was great though. Um if you wanna move on to visuals now. I
0: think I'm ready to move on okay. with that.
1: Alright. Well with visuals, I have mine at a ninety-five.
0: I have my visuals at a ninety-three.
1: So pretty good visual scores, like Yes. This movie's very pretty.
0: It is. There's a lot of bright colors. There's so many things that like stick out and like obviously you're in the ocean, so there's gonna be so many all the fish and the coral and all kinds of different stuff under there that
1: just really catch your eye yeah and then when you have adhd it really kicks in (laughs) um but and all the characters you know are based off real fish which i mean even then the designs were great you're gonna see a picture of them and go oh hey it's not just this random animated fish it's oh hey that's a dory that's marlin that's yeah they they did enough with the character
0: design to to make it stand out from being just a fish or just like a shark or just this where they and again that that also plays into the characters as well but like even just visually they they added some a bit extra to each character to make it more than just a fish especially with facial expressions they did such a great job with the facial expressions
1: expressions were outstanding and just like the interactions they all had to everything just going on around them yeah there was just you can see every single mood change you can see every
0: little kind of like everywhere everyone was looking or what they were interacting with and what like what was happening. It's just mm-hmm. so much different expressiveness.
1: And also the anglerfish looked really cool. <laughs> that was my next those things that. are terrifying to see pictures of them in of real life anglerfish. Yeah. But the one true. in the movie was really cool. I with did, the um, lights,
0: the lighting, the way they they did the lighting of that, and especially like having him moving around and the lighting, like in the changing. light, like
1: constantly changing. Dory's like, "Hey, hey, can you keep that still, please?" <laughs> and he's just kind of trying to guide it around, like it's a, and a then flashlight. The and... anglerfish bites it,
0: <laughs> and it <laughs> turns on inside <laughs> it. That was that was great. I did, I love that first person like shot of the bag rolling out of the window and into the ocean when they were explaining the, the plan of
1: mm-hmm. getting Nemo out. Which, that's another thing. The bag would have definitely burst, I think.
0: Yeah. It. Well, I don't think they would have been able to roll all the way across the, the street like that either.
1: Well, I mean, they were able to.
0: <laughs> they did. They did at it. the end of the movie. <laughs> but I feel like that's also very questionable. It's kind of like the Toy Stories, getting the cone all the way across the... The street,
1: yeah, <laughs> a very similar situation. <laughs> um, and then but just you know, pretty visuals. You know, we see all that water. The swimming through the jellyfish field was also another really cool. Just this movie. like animation, the swimming with all the fish were really good. There was a lot of cool
0: lighting that was done. What like the way the water was coming through the wall, mm-hmm. like the surface as well. Which they paid a lot of attention to detail to that.
1: And then uh, one thing I noticed is when they're on the dock, they're trying to escape from Nigel. You know, you see that they are wet. There's water covering them. But, you know, it looks like they're out of water. Yes. They,
0: they did do a great job of animating that.
1: It definitely looked like they were just wet and not just, you know, themselves. hmm Which they could have just done and we'd be like, oh, okay.
0: Yeah. But they actually paid attention to the details that went into that.
1: And yeah, exactly.
0: Also, even just like the the way the way they put the water inside of Nigel's mouth, like you can see the water sloshing around, and he like scoops. The Whenever water he scoop,
1: like he's running, he's scooping, not necessarily being steady, but like we see it moving around like it should. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or even when like you know all that water is in the whale's mouth, and it lifts his tongue mm-hmm. to have it all like fall down yes and then just watch it shoot out also Mm -hmm. i think the whales have the most fluid movement which looked really good
0: yeah i mean i think they really nailed all the fish's movements as well though like the way bruce was moving throughout the water and all the Mm -hmm. other sharks were moving through you can tell that they did the research of to how these fish moved and how All the different fish had their own separate kind of movement going on. Mm -hmm. It wasn't like all the fish were just swimming it the same exact way. They really paid attention to the differences of how each
1: fish swims. Do you think those whales were the same whales from Fantasia? Mm, The Rome's of Pine?
0: Maybe. (laughs) Or Pine of Rome? (laughs) I don't know, because those whales were like... Floating into space and all kinds of other stuff.
1: I feel like... Who knows? They they could have gone back to the water. (laughs) (laughs) They're like Moana. (laughs) The
0: one other thing that looked really nice to me was they had the reflection of the city on the fish tank. Mm -hmm. And I thought that was real, because there was like the the window. You can see outside of the window through the fish tank.
1: The city. That was the other thing I was thinking of. Whenever they get up out of the water they start looking around and then that boat moves and we see like all of Sydney yes, during the, the night time and you see all the lights and... mm-hmm. that looked really good yes makes me want to go over and visit Australia myself I would love to go to Australia
0: <laughs> also the end credits was really nice too
1: oh yeah again with like we see like some of the scenery yeah it like was... kind of like in the bug's life where they had the pictures of these different drawings they did for mm-hmm. it, but it's
0: all like really nice
1: scenery well
0: leading into the credits and then during the credits they have less characters floating around and
1: that that was all another all fun, fun thing to add in did
0: you see mike mike was
1: asking swimming at the uh-huh. end of it <laughs> <laughs> that was a good uh easter egg that was pretty funny <laughs> But uh, with that, are we done with visuals? Do we got anything else? Uh,
0: I think I'm ready to move on to atmosphere.
1: All right.
0: Uh, That's me. I have a 96 for my atmosphere.
1: And I have this one also at a 95.
0: Okay. There was... The orchestration in this movie was just so well done. Oh, yes. I think...
1: A lot of times with the Pixar movies, the orchestration really good.
0: I think... The, the music meshed really well with what was happening on screen, with the water vibes that was happening, or, like, whatever scene was oh, happening. Yeah. They really paid attention to, like, to make it feel like this is the kind of music that would fit this scene, or what's what's happening on screen.
1: Which we have those movies where, you know, they don't really do that. We've talked about them before. Yes. That, well, like, that opening orchestration was just so beautiful,
0: like, right after. Was. When the credits are coming up it's just really peaceful music and it was so well done uh i loved it they they played the cycle theme when darla walks into the
1: yeah that was a hilarious touch <laughs> um the voice acting was incredible yeah it was very well done everyone
0: did great again this, this also ties into what I was saying in, in characters, but, like I was saying, they gave every single character their own distinct personalities, and that comes in through their voices as well, not just, like, the characters, but their accents played a huge part into that, because, like, almost every single fish, like we were saying, had a different it Had a different from,
1: accent, yeah. From... The
0: sharks to the, the seagulls to the, that fish school that they were talking to, they were doing the
1: impressions. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, those crabs at the end, like, hey, keep moving, keep moving.
1: <laughs> I feel like the school of fish, this can tie into entertainment also, but I feel like the school of fish could have done an impression of one of the other characters that that actor. Play like the abominable snowman, or <laughs> yes, that was the you know, voice.
0: Uh, what's his name? It's in every single Pixar movie. Yeah. John Ratzenberg. John, yes, Ratzenberg. The the school official was Ratzenberg. So they they should have did something like that. But I did think it was still so hilarious. Just all the other impressions they were doing, and then when they were mocking Marlon, they were
1: mocking Marlon the whole <laughs> <laughs> But. Again, well, we like... never see any of their mouths move. That's the one problem I have. Like, one of them <laughs> should have had a moving mouth, but I don't think we see any of them. The rest just had a blank stare. Uh, that
0: was just part of their charm, though. <laughs> yeah.
1: I think one of them should have had, like, a moving mouth.
0: But again, they, like we were saying, their their personality, like, they had personality. They had a distinct yeah. personality. Those crabs, The every single fish in this movie... Had their own voice and had their own character attached to it.
1: Yeah. And that was just very fun. Yes. Um, the sound effects were really good, too. Mm-hmm. You know, we mostly hear swishing sounds because, you know, they're in water. <laughs>
0: but they made it sound like you were underwater the entire time.
1: Yeah. You know, and then that song at the end, I just get stuck in my head every time. Which song? But somewhere oh, beyond yeah. the sea, that, that somewhere.
0: <laughs> that was a good song for the credits. There was also a lot of catchy little tunes throughout the entirety of the movie that were thrown in there that get stuck mm-hmm. in your head. Like, obviously, the, the Just Keep Swimming, just like that. It's Just swimming, just keep swimming. Just the, keep... the little song that the, the Stingray guy was singing, the teacher. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> like that, then, you know he's singing that and then as well well there's nothing to see here kids <laughs> and then even like
0: marlon i think is singing like a couple of things at one point i he, think so yeah he got a little tunes that he was singing. he had a little tune about being friends or like be, not being scared anymore oh that's what
1: it was didn't here tonight the, what eating here tonight
0: yeah, what's the angler fish <laughs> And there's just all these little tiny catchy tunes that
1: all the characters sing throughout the movie that work really well. Hmm. Um. Yeah. Just a lot of fun with the songs and the visuals, like, and all the sounds throughout the entire movie. Yeah. Again,
0: not too much to to talk about here, but like everything that they did do, they did well.
1: Yeah. Um, if um, you're ready, move on, I am.
0: I do have one more fun fact, though. about Oh, this, okay. Uh, where I just found it again. Uh, John Lasseter considered Danny Elfman to score the film originally. When he turned it down, Hans Zimmer was also asked, but turned it down as well.
1: Okay. I don't think either of them would have done a bad job. They they are both incredible
0: composers, but I do feel like their sound would not have worked with this movie.
1: I think Hans Zimmer... W- his music's a little too serious
0: it would it would turn us into more much more of a dramatic movie
1: yeah rather than, than the like light adv- adventure yeah. like although like
0: he did like uh, like obviously i gave him my award for the best score for for lion king score yeah like, the one score that he did was he knocked it out of the park but again i don't think this was the proper movie for it that kind it of would work. not have worked um and Danny Elfman would have just made it a bit too quirky.
1: Yeah, Danny Elfman would have just made it. Yeah, yeah, that's probably the <laughs> that's probably the best word for it. Quirky. Again, both incredible
0: composers in their own right, but I think it worked out with what the what the the composers they went with. That is all.
1: The... Like the soundtrack was great as it, it was. was. <laughs> um,
0: After that. I am ready to move on, though.
1: <laughs> All right, then let's go on to entertainment. Um, that's me. I have that's an eighty-six.
0: I have a ninety-two for my
1: entertainment. Okay, again, it's a good movie. Not one of my favorites.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't say it's one of my favorites, but I will say it is very entertaining. Like it is entertaining enough that it deserves a higher score. There's a lot of great jokes that are thrown in here. There's a lot of fun. There are some really good jokes. There's So many great characters that, like, and so many again, I like how they were
1: stereotyping Marlin as to being funny just because he was a (laughs) clownfish
0: and his terrible
1: joke that he couldn't
0: get off. And
1: there's also just so many
0: quotes from this movie that are just that everyone knows, like,
1: he touched the butt,
0: touched the butt.
1: (laughs) All right, fish are friends, not food. I never knew my father.
0: There were so many, like, when I was watching this for
1: the first time for the podcast, I'm like,
0: oh, that that is from this movie. Oh, that one's from this movie, too. Yeah, it's like, like, you don't I kind of realize... followed
1: along, like, my first time watching for the podcast, just instantly. Oh, you guys made me...
0: <laughs> like, you don't realize how many memorable lines from this movie, like, came from this movie, and I'm like... Uh. Mine, 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 mine. Mine, mine. <laughs> like that's, that's something I'm just constantly is. doing
1: randomly all the time. Um one that I use for you know, we play raft together. Yeah. One I use all the time is shark bait <laughs> <laughs> that has been a, a major
0: joke for us for whenever we're playing raft all the time. It's still such a, a
1: huge deal for us. And it's And then just that chancing is <laughs> You, you just had to join along to ah u ah ee, ah o o o ah u ah ee, ah o o o enough <laughs> ah u ah yeah oh
0: <laughs> But again, there's just so many great scenes in this movie. So many fun things about it. And it's kind of hard to not give it the credit that it deserves for this. I feel
1: yeah, it it really is a fun movie to watch.
0: Like even just the crabs at the end of the movie, like when they're pushing everyone away from all the bubbles and like keep them yeah that's right and they're like just i
1: i wanted to see the interaction between those crabs and the uh bubble loving fish (laughs) that would have been great (laughs) maybe in the second movie i don't know if those fish are in the second movie i I i have not really seen finding dory much
0: i think i might have seen it once but i don't remember too much about it so yeah i am kind of looking forward to it a bit more now though than than yeah. it was beforehand
1: um but just funny jokes in this movie there, yes. it, there were light-hearted parts there were like some serious moments too it wasn't just full of jokes mm-hmm. like certain movies kind of hit us with that didn't quite work out yes
0: there, there was a great mix of drama and comedy and
1: action adventure action
0: adventure no romance
1: really but i mean i don't know I, I thought Dory was falling for Marlin. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> we could have gotten a new breed of fish.
0: I do love Marlin as a character. Like as as overprotective as and and like annoying as he can be at some points, like he's, like acting, he's, he's still a great such a wonderful main character. He's such a lovable character and such a lovable person fish, if you wanna call him. Yeah. Whatever. He's not a person, but you understand what I mean. It's like,
1: is this movie taken but with fish? <laughs> Maybe. I don't know who you are. I will find you. I will blub you. Because <laughs> fish go blub blub, you know.
0: <laughs> do you want to jump into our overall score though? Um,
1: yeah, let's do it.
0: All right. So my overall
1: score. Is a ninety-two point two, and my overall score is an eighty-nine point eight. Okay, so
0: still pretty high scores. This is a lot higher than I was expecting this to score on. Yeah,
1: I w- I, if I could be real honest, I was thinking like maybe low eighties was where it was going to score at first. Yeah, but I I was having fun with the movie still.
0: It is a lot of fun. It's just very, again, very lighthearted, but also. Gives you that drama that you need. There's a lot of lovable characters. A lot of just fun moments. And like we said, so many great quotes. And so many great moments from it.
1: Mm-hmm. And just, you know, you, you can't help but love some of, at least some of the characters.
0: Yeah. Even though some of them might get on your nerves some, at some points. They still have a lot of redeeming qualities
1: to them. You still keep rooting for them. Mm-hmm
0: again it's not one of my favorite movies it's not still didn't obviously didn't jump into that spot but it's definitely a lot higher on my radar than it was i would say and i will definitely probably watch it again now like i never yeah it's not one that i would watch like put on here and there but now i'm definitely gonna put it on again at some point
1: yeah i think it'd be fun like maybe for me probably like before i'm going to sleep mm-hmm. kind of be watching it yeah just a nice, relaxed movie, almost. Um, I'm definitely adding it to my nighttime rotation. <laughs> um, and then one that's been on my rotation for a while is our movie next week. We're already at The Incredibles.
0: See? Again, Incredibles was one I never really got into.
1: I See, I, I already knew I was excited for this because as soon as I found out that this will be our next movie, just instantly in my head <laughs> like it's amazing
0: incredible like was in the same boat ha, same boat as finding Nemo ah, <laughs> uh-huh,
1: huh, but
0: oops, yeah it was stop. one of those movies what? I
1: think you're just fishing for jokes now <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah it was one of those movies where I, I didn't dislike it but it was also... I just never really got into it. I feel like it's definitely going to change now. Because I feel like I'm definitely going to appreciate it more.
1: And we're all going to remember now. our love for Elastigirl. This is incredible. <laughs> it's those Pixar moms, I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> but that's next week. Um, yes, we'll next get to see that superpower family yet again.
0: Is The Incredibles. Which... The, the, the release order is movies... Of these movies just feels so weird to me.
1: Yeah. Like Monsters really thought... think feel I feel like it came a lot earlier than I was expecting it to come. Yeah, I was thinking that one was later. I was thinking cars would have been we would have already talked about cars already, but I no. thought
0: Finding Nemo was like the second Pixar movie. Or like something like
1: that. The second Pixar movie.
0: Yeah. I thought I it was know. like right after Toy Story, like right around well, well I, I wasn't life.
1: expecting it to be after Toy Story 2. I thought it was before Toy Story 2, at yeah. least.
0: I didn't think we would get sequels before we got Finding Nemo, at least. Yeah. Oh,
1: well, uh, we got sequels fast. I didn't think we'd get sequels that <laughs> fast, either.
0: Yeah. But this whole schedule has just been, like, drawing me off.
1: So it's... this is going to be exciting to see, you know, keep going, oh, what movie's next? What movie's next? What? No way! <laughs> There's so many movies that feel like they came
0: out much earlier or much later and it also pixar is not was not releasing movies in the same schedule as disney was where it was every move every single year or like multiple year there was like a couple of year gaps in between some movies yeah so there is some time passing like
1: and then we're not gonna so with that also said we're not having to talk about as many movies this season
0: yeah but like the incredibles which comes out Which is our next movie came out in two thousand four,
1: two thousand four.
0: Yeah, as compared to
1: yeah, that's about right. Which
0: came out in ninety seven, right? Ninety seven, I believe.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So came out in the late nineties,
0: like almost ten years, almost ten years, and we've only covered what four or five movies so far. Yeah, so So... there's there's a bit of a gap in in between some of these movies as well.
1: But, I mean, that's fine, because they're taking all that time and working on that one movie. Yes.
0: It's also going to be interesting to see the progression of, like, technology and stuff with them as well. Mm-hmm. Because, as it, like, we've already seen, like, major improvements in, in their work from the few movies that we have seen.
1: Yeah, of course.
0: So, a lot to look forward to.
1: Until next time, may all your dreams come true. Bye.